Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Walshuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. On Thursdays, as a reminder for any new listeners this year, 2024, are short episodes. They're 5 to 15 minutes of me just talking. I typically pick out a topic that is either trending in the health or fitness or the even the business communities that are sort of interacting in the health and fitness space. Or uh, maybe something I talked about with a previous guest that I thought was important, didn't get the chance to elaborate on, so I do that here in this podcast short. On Monday are the interview episodes, and I have someone on who is an expert in some sort of area in the fitness or health realm. It could be a physician, it could be a dietitian, it could be a personal trainer, it could be somebody who helps them in their business models, and they come on to shed a little bit of light on what they do in the fitness and health industry and try to help us with some information as they are the experts in that particular area or niche. Uh, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I hope and how I wish the personal training career will transition. Much like, and I compare a lot of things to both sports and finance in this podcast, much like going to a golf instructor, it's not something you have to do on a regular basis. Most people would go to a golf instructor maybe, I don't know, once every month at the most. Some people go two or three times a year. They take what they learn from that lesson and then they go apply it themselves. And then here and there when they're either struggling or when they need a new tip or when they they just get bored and they, they need a new routine, they need some new drills, you can go back to that golf instructor and get some new tips, new drills, new techniques. And there's not enough personal trainers who try to push that side of the model or enough of the general public that knows that they can use the personal trainer to that extent. They think, okay, I hire a personal trainer and then this person is now you know, with me two or three or four days a week just watching me do my workout, you know, uh, designing my workout, instructing me through my workout, maybe writing out plans, writing out health and fitness plans. You don't have to use a personal trainer to that extent. If you, and I'll, and I'll, pitch, this, I'll pitch this to both sides. So first I'll pitch it to the general public as a personal trainer. If I'm a personal trainer, I'm talking to the general public, there's a there's a huge percentage of the general public that doesn't understand I don't have the money for a personal trainer on a regular basis that you don't have to use them that way. That you can just come to me and say, hey Steve, I just want you to audit my current program. I want you to analyze my program and give me some tips. Hey Steve, I have a new gym that I'm going to and the equipment's different than I've, than I've used before. And you know, I, I really struggle on finding the you know, proper exercises for you know, upper back. Can you, these are the machines I have. Can you give me some great exercises for my upper back? You can use a personal trainer in this way where they can be sort of uh, your, your mentor or your coach and don't have to be with you in the actual appointment. And if I'm pitching this, if I'm, if I'm general public looking at a personal trainer, it's like, hey, you're, you're, you're missing a huge part of us in this, uh, the, this, this lifting and health and fitness demographic. The, the people who don't have a lot of money, the people who are paying 10 and $15 and $20 a month to go to a gym are not gonna be paying 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 dollars for a personal training session. They don't have it, but they'll do it once. They'll do it once to meet with you and to get some tips. They can't do it all the time. They can't pay you a hundred dollars a week if they can barely afford their $26 a month gym membership, but they can do it one time. And then you could show them all that they need to for that one time, and then you, you can keep in touch with them. And then every once in a while, they, they reach back out to you. And that's how you network and that's how you build your business, because they'll tell other people that. So uh, that's that's sort of my first rant here is to say, 
you know, both sides, the general public needs to start reaching out who, do, who does not have the money to hire a personal trainer on a regular basis needs to start reaching out to, to fitness professionals and health professionals and just say, Hey, how can we work together? I don't have the money to pay you on a regular basis. There's no way that we can work together four days a week at $60. I don't have that, but can we meet once and I'll pay you whatever it is, you know, your one, your one-time fee to design me something. And then I can come back to you every once in a while. Can you simply just audit my program? to say what I'm doing wrong, to give me some tweaks and tips so that I can stay in shape and reach my goals. And I, I think both sides, both the personal training industry and the coach industry has to understand that. You you have to be able to help people who don't have the money to do this, have a different side of the program, have more of that golf coach side of the program, not just me sitting in a gym, counting my clients' reps, there with them for the full hour sort of personal training that the industry was pushing for a long period of time. There's so many people now who are entering the fitness and health world, a, a new demographic that is either young kids or people who didn't formally have money who can pay $20 to go a month to go to the gym, but they can't have a personal trainer on a regular basis. You have to use your skills and transition your business model to help them instead of on a three three times a week basis, maybe just once a month. Uh, and then and secondarily here, you know, there's there's so many of these fraudsters out there that I always talk about in the fitness and health industry, but the ones that are really, really, really making me angry of late are the people who are on steroids who don't let other people know that you have a physiological and psychological benefit that others do not have. So you'll hear these guys say, hey, you just got to wake up at 5 a.m., go to the gym. It's not that hard. Make sure you eat, you know, uh, just clean protein for lunch. Don't give in to your cravings. Uh, you know, make sure you're in the gym for two hours. All of these guys act like this is some mental fortitude that they are, you know, creating out of their own, you know, willpower. That's not how this works. The steroids, the hormones that are going into your body are causing these. It's changing your personality. You want to work out more. You have the physiological urge to go work out. You can work out for longer periods of time. You can recover faster. You typically are sleeping better. There's, and you're like, well, why wouldn't I take these? Well, I'm not telling you not to take these. If you're, if you're over a certain age and your hormones are trending in the wrong direction, you should, you should talk to your doctor to see if this is what's best for you. But to have these guys talk to everyone on the internet, like, oh, willpower is so easy to come by, they don't understand because most of them have been on steroids since their early 20s, and now they're in their 40s or 50s. And their whole lives, they've had this, what I would call exogenous energy, right? Endogenous means it's coming from your body. They have this exogenous energy that comes from, and willpower that comes from the use of these drugs. So don't feel bad. Stop feeling bad if you're like, I, it's so hard for me to get up at 6 a.m. or 4 a.m. and go train for two hours. I can't believe all these guys can do it. It's so easy, right? No, these guys have six packs. These guys are 43 years old, 220 pounds uh, with 6% body fat because they're on drugs, not because they're working harder than you. Yes, the drugs allow them to work harder, but they couldn't work hard without the drugs, okay? You, you pull those drugs from their body and then six months later have them do the same lifting routines. They're not going to look the same and they're not going to get through the routines. And frankly, they won't have the willpower to go do them. So they're all frauds. They're all using exogenous chemicals to give them this energy, both from a physiological standpoint and a psychological standpoint. So please let that be known that if you're struggling out there and it seems easy for everyone else, it's not easy unless you're cheating, which most people are. This has been an episode of the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform, and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.